everybody, it's Dr. Sam Byrne, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of 2020 iTalk. This is a show that offers cutting-edge information on holistic eye care, wellness, and overall health. So thanks for being with me today. What I'd like to do is I'd like to go through some of the questions that I've been getting from Facebook. And wow, we've just been getting some amazing questions. And I really enjoy being a resource for people and help them problem solve. And I think this goes back to when I was actually in optometry school and my education was really extensive and all the training that I did really helped me uh, in terms of where I am today. But I was always asking the question, you know, is there a way to help people with their eyes and vision beyond the conventional approach that was being taught in the schools? And, you know, I had to go outside of my regular education to start to get some answers. And, and, you know, that's very common. I think in any profession, you know, the creativity that comes out about, well, somebody has got problem X and here is solution uh, A, B, C, D, E, F. And what I learned in school and even early in practice was, you know, that there is a conventional way of solving problems And uh, it wasn't until I actually improved my own vision that I began to understand the potential and the possibilities out there in helping people. So in terms of the first question that uh, I received uh, the other day is that what do you do if you're diagnosed with a problem with eye disease uh, could be any of them, you know, the main three cataracts, glaucoma, and macular degeneration. You know, what do you do? What's the, what's the plan? And this is a really good question because, you know, for, for most of us, when we go to a doctor and, you know, there's a problem and we go, okay, what's the diagnosis? You know, let's get the data. Hopefully you have a you know, a friend or a family member that's going with you to uh, to the appointment because usually, you know, it's a really busy office and, you know, you have technicians and people going in and out of the, the examination room and maybe the doctor will spend, you know, five or ten minutes with you and give you, give you the diagnosis. And, you know, the, the common theme with all of these, uh, the big three, macular degeneration, cataracts, and glaucoma, is that either there's nothing to do, we just watch it, or here are some pharmaceutical drugs, uh, or, you know, if it's serious enough, you know, the only other option is surgery. So when you get this news, it's pretty shocking. You know, you're probably like going, oh my goodness, you know, what do I do now? Uh, And you might even ask the doctor or the technician, well, are there any alternatives? And, you know, most of the time, uh, the answer that comes back to you is no, there's no alternatives. This is how it is. This is what you do. And uh, so you're left with this 
uh, feeling of, well, wait a minute, you know, really there's no uh, possibilities of other, you know, alternatives. So in terms of, uh, this is really interesting, there was a, a study that was published uh, by the Journal of the American Medical Association, and they did this uh, nationwide poll, and they published it also in WebMD, and they found that in this poll, uh, 66% of all people with their biggest concern was getting the diagnosis of cataracts, 63% of all the people polled about their eye health were concerned about getting glaucoma. And 50% of all people who um, were concerned about macular degeneration as part of, you know, the fear of going blind. And, you know, that's a really big fear because, you know, if we lose our sight, we're not going to be able to read. We're not going to be able to drive. Uh, we're going to lose our independence. I mean, these are, these are very normal fears, especially if our whole life we've been independent, we've been vibrant, we've, you know, uh, helped uh, our family and friends. And then to get this diagnosis, it's, oh my goodness, now what? And, you know, the other piece to the puzzle is that, um, you know, what is the plan if we get these diagnoses? And it's very common as we get older that probably something's going to happen with our vision. And, you know, in terms of mainstream eye care, there really isn't a lot out there in terms of alternatives, which is where I come in. And, you know, I have uh, researched and in clinical practice for over 30 years. Uh, I've had thousands and thousands of success stories uh, and more. More people are coming to me and more people are getting helped. So I want to share kind of a, a blueprint of what you can do if you get one of these diagnoses. So number one, I think it's really important that once you get the diagnosis, I would get the, the diagnosis, I would get the data, any pictures, um, and I would take it back home and I would, you know, talk to the family about it, talk to your spouse, talk to your, you know, close friends. And, you know, I kind of look at it as like a, a health council, you know, where uh, you have a group of people who are, you know, your advocates, maybe it's just your spouse. And you sit down and you go, okay, um, I got this diagnosis. Uh, this is what, you know, this doctor is saying. Um, so perhaps um, one option would be to get a second opinion. Now, the issue with that is that if you go to somebody who's got the same allopathic philosophy, then, you know, you're probably going to get uh, a similar story. Uh, but it still may be worth it for you to get a second opinion. And, you know, then you've got two you know, two opinions there, and you can make a decision based on, okay, this doctor says this, this doctor says that. If you decide that you actually uh, don't want to go the, you know, the regular uh, route of just surgery or pharmaceuticals, I think the thing to, to consider is, number one, where are you in the spectrum of 
embracing a more holistic philosophy with your health. You know, in my, in my world, I feel that <clears throat> beyond the shadow of a doubt that our body is interrelated and interconnected in a way that if we treat it as such, that we can actually go a long way in not only maintaining our health, but expanding our wellness as we get older. And there's so many resources out there, you know, where you can, if you, if you start developing a more whole health, whole body philosophy, that a lot of the aches and pains and a lot of the, you know, the things that happen as you get older um, are going to be either gone, they're not going to be there, or they're actually at least going to be neutralized to some degree. But, you know, it takes an open mind. I always say, uh, take what you know and let it go. In terms of, you know, your own philosophy, if you don't believe that, well, what I eat affects my body. That's kind of a really important principle for you to understand. So in going to that first step, uh, how are you in terms of a more holistic philosophy? And this may mean that you seek out a more holistic practitioner, like a naturopathic doctor or a functional medicine doctor, somebody who can assess you from a more wellness paradigm as opposed to a disease-based paradigm. Now, some people, they want the disease-based paradigm and they're into fix me, fix my symptoms. I don't want to deal with this. And so there you go. You've got your answer right there. If you've got this diagnosis and you're really into the disease, disease-based model, then just follow your eye doctor's uh, you know, recommendations and it's really simple. And so there you go. If, however, there's something in you, maybe your gut is saying, you know, I'm not really uh, going to totally believe what my eye doctor is saying in terms of treatment. Maybe if I go to a holistic practitioner and I start looking at things like lifestyle things, like what am I eating? Um, what's going on in terms of my toxicities in my body? Um, there's no question in my clinical practice, that I have seen a correlation between toxicities in the body and eye health. There is a relationship between, you know, it could be anything from heavy metal toxicity to uh, pharmacology, pharmaceutical toxicity. Uh, it could be, you know, where we live in terms of our house or our apartment you know, whether we have mold in our, in our um, living place or, you know, there's so many different factors involved in it. And if you couple toxicity with stress, it's like putting um, gasoline on a fire, basically. And what we do in our body is that there's a certain, you know, level that we can kind of compensate for, that we can overcome. And one of the reasons why eye problems start to surface, it wasn't just like yesterday they show up, but they've been there for a while, probably for a long time. And the toxic load, whether it's stress, 
your traumas, uh, toxicities, they reach a level where your body cannot overcome the load. You know, it would be like carrying a, uh, a sack of rice and going, wow, it's just getting strong, uh, heavier and heavier. I've been carrying this sack of rice that's 50 pounds, and I've been doing this for 30 years. Eventually, my shoulders are going to start hurting. My back's going to give out. You know, we make adaptations for a period of time, but then, you know, that's it. And so this, this idea of finding a holistic practitioner, looking at your toxicity level, uh, maybe talking to them about your lifestyle, and then, of course, talking to them about your foods. Because if you've got any issue with your intestinal health, your digestive health, um, it's going to affect your eyes. You know, I once read a, read a study that actually said that almost 80% of our neurological functioning takes place in the gut. You know, we would think it takes place in the brain, but it actually takes place in the gut. And when we have an inflammatory response in the gut, and we're not getting enough of our good bacteria there, that's going to have a profound effect on our brain. It's going to have a, a profound effect on our nervous system. And it's going to have a big effect on our eyes. So working with a naturopathic doctor or a functional medicine doctor, somebody who can offer you kind of a more holistic perspective would be uh, what I would recommend. And then in terms of working with them, they can counsel you based on some lab work that might be done. I always like to do some kind of lab work beyond the 24-hour blood test. I think blood tests are important. They give you a lot of information. But I also think there are ways that you can assess the energy on a cellular level, uh, how well we're absorbing our nutrients on a cellular level, what's our detoxification uh, ability on a cellular level, because that's going to tell you a lot in terms of what's going on in your body about your ability to absorb good nutrients, get rid of the toxins. And, you know, I've talked about this in many other shows. One of the reasons why we develop eye disease is because the uh, we're not able to get rid of metabolic waste on a cellular level in the lens of the eye, in the retina, or the optic nerve, or even the cornea. And so there it is. It's very simple to say, okay, if I start looking at what's going on on my cellular level about my oxygenation and hydration, because as we age, we definitely lose that capability. We have to work at it. We have to do things with our body, whether it's probiotics or, you know, eating more plant-based foods, um, you know, getting enough exercise, getting enough sunlight, uh, getting enough sleep. You know, these are really simple things that, you know, we should be doing as we get older because it gives us a better chance of living a, you know, higher quality life as we get older. Okay, now the next piece of this is to address the eyes specifically. And this is where, again, you know, you want to educate yourself on what are the good nutrients that I can take for my eyes and Number one, where can I get them through my foods? Number two, can I maybe start using um, a blender or a Vitamix and make up some really amazing smoothies that have all these phytonutrients in it? Uh, the phytonutrients are those parts of the 
the plants and the vegetables and the fruits that we throw out that actually are packed with antioxidants. And if you can get things through your foods, um, you're going to get more out of it than you will pill. Now, in terms of, uh, you know, we've talked about in other shows, cataracts, you want to make sure you're getting glutathione, um, vitamin C, vitamin E, um, omega-3 fish oil, lutein, zeaxanthin, you know, magnesium, selenium, chromium, you know, those particular um, nutrients that are really important for the lens of the eye. For the macula, you know, lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin, bilberry, taurine, uh, beta carotene, again, you know, the omega-3 fish oils and all the fats and fats and oils that are really important, and then the trace minerals again. And then in terms of um, glaucoma, again, glaucoma is related to a problem with circulation in the eye. So what can you do to increase circulation? Um, again, those eye nutrients are very important. And uh, also consider eye exercises. And, you know, like we exercise any part of our body, I mean, it's across the board in terms of, you know, what we need to do to stay healthy. And one of the things that everybody is saying now is you need to get at least 30 minutes of aerobic exercise every day. And you need to stress your body a little bit, you know, so that this is a way to actually produce more energy flow. And since the eyes uh, are probably one of the most vascularized part of the body, meaning it's got a lot of blood vessels there. And on top of it, it has such a high metabolic need for health that exercise is a way to increase the energy. And if you're increasing the energy and then you're eating these really good foods, you're probably going to absorb them better. And you make sure you're adding probiotics and pre-probiotic fiber to make sure you're getting enough of the good um, bacteria. Uh, these would be some strategies that I would uh, em employ in terms of beginning to reverse these eye conditions. I would also probably use my MSM eye drops. They're sulfur-based, uh, anti-inflammatory, moisturizing, softening the corneas and the eye tissue. So it can even touch things like floaters and dry eye syndrome. And then if you've got cataracts using the homeopathic eye drops as well as the MSM eye drops, remember sulfur is this rich uh, trace mineral that is needed to help produce glutathione. So there's a synergistic relationship that happens between, you know, these different trace minerals, uh, antioxidants, and to take a look at your own, you know, ingesting of foods uh, and coupling that with eye exercises and even the ones like palming, sunning, swinging, eye scan. Uh, I've got many of them on my um, website and it's really interesting when you start doing those kinds of eye exercises. Uh, it actually can boost your eye circulation. And, you know, it's very interesting when you get a diagnosis like, well, you've got this condition. And if you don't get it done by this time, you're going to go blind. I would be really careful about buying into the fear and the pressure from the eye doctors because uh, many of them have not experienced seen or believe that you can improve your eyes but you can and this isn't me talking it's 
research that is being done about eye regeneration. And these are top research uh, institutions that have proved that you can regenerate eye tissue, that you can actually do things in a preventative way to increase eye circulation and reverse some of the eye deterioration. It's there. Um, I published an article recently in Mind Body Green blog, and in that blog, I list a lot of research which which points to that you can actually regenerate eye tissue. So you can do it. And maybe you need to show the, the article to your eye doctor to, to see if he or she can begin to go, oh, okay, well, maybe there are things you can do. Think of the eye exercises as physical therapy for your vision. And in the end, even if you can slow down the degeneration and you can start adding more nutrients, what's going to happen is that your eyesight at the very least is going to stabilize. And at the very most, you could actually reverse these conditions. For now, I'm still seeing patients. For now, I'm still doing some consultations. Even if you talk to me for a half hour, that might be really amazing for you to do. And I have so many free videos on Facebook, which talks a lot about different strategies on how to improve your vision. Or you can go to my website and the same thing. Uh, so there's a lot of information out there that you, you can begin to absorb beyond the, the idea that, oh, I've got this condition, I've got to go get these eye injections right now, or I've got to go get this surgery uh, because if I don't, I'm going to lose my sight. Okay, maybe you will, maybe you won't, but I would say that if you start employing some of these holistic principles, find some holistic practitioners in your health council, and surround yourself with people who have a more holistic philosophy that's about the wellness paradigm. So we're not really treating symptoms or fixing symptoms as much as we're giving your body and your eyes the nutrients and the experiences that are missing. And in doing that, the symptoms will go away as a byproduct of you becoming healthier. So that's my message for today. Uh, I hope that you take it to heart because there's a lot of good uh, pieces of information here for you to follow up with. And I want to thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And until next time, take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. 
This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Burns' information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.